The Sixers escape the Orlando Magic, but I am still so frustrated after that game. Plus, we go around the Eastern Conference. Kemba Walker is being benched in New York. Could that mean anything for the Sixers? That's right now on Locked On Sixers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Sixers. I am your host, Serena Winters, former Sixers sideline reporter, serving up content to Sixers fans. And don't forget to follow, like, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at Serena Winters. Ask me questions about the show. Contribute. I would love to hear from you. We truly appreciate you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. Every day, we are free and available on all platforms. Plus, we've got great sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need, and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Now let's get into the show. I just do not feel good after that game. I expected the Sixers magic game to be one of those games where I'm yawning in the third quarter because the game is over. The Orlando Magic are dead last in the East. Dead last. They've got young talent, sure. But the Sixers had all of their guys back on Monday night. But hey, a win is a win, right? (laughs) I guess. But this just did not make me feel good about where the Sixers are at right now. Granted, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, Matisse Thibel, they've all got COVID, or they all had COVID, excuse me. And we don't know how much that could be affecting their play. We don't know the side effects of that, right, in terms of how long it's going to take them to feel 100% healthy. But the Sixers had all of their guys back tonight against the worst team in the East. And watching that third quarter, it was brutal. Brutal. Philly gave up 35 points to Orlando in the third quarter. 26 of which were in the paint. I mean, the Magic had a 16-0 edge in fast break points in the third quarter alone. 16-0. I mean, this game was tied with under a minute to play. To me, this Magic team was a team the Sixers needed to come out and handle convincingly. And the fact is, they didn't. They didn't. A win is a win, though, right? (laughs) Thank goodness for Seth Curry. Seriously. I mean, he was the team's leading scorer with 24 points on 10 of 13 shooting, and he scored from everywhere. I mean, pick and roll game with Joel Embiid, runners off the glass from the mid-range. It was a sight to see. Remember when I told you last week that I was not worried 
about Seth Curry's numbers because it was all going to change once Joel Embiid got back and Curry would be able to get to his spots. The spacing is completely different with Embiid out in the court. Well, case in point, Seth Curry is just fine. Curry, you keep doing what you are doing, especially running that pick-and-roll game with Embiid. Another positive note, I'm all about giving credit where credit is due, and Andre Drummond, he was big in this game. I mean, the Sixers might not have won without his four offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter. But as far as the positives go, whew, I mean, that was about it. The big fella looked absolutely out of sorts on Monday. I mean, Joel was relying on the refs to make calls. His focus wasn't there. And when you're the leader of the team, that trickles down to the rest of the team. And look, I get it. If you're Joel and you're looking at the calendar, you're looking at the games, you do have to circle nights where you're not going to be able to give 100%. I get that. And Orlando can be one of those nights. But what you showed out there tonight, that was not enough. And at least come out from jump and show some fight so that in that third quarter, you know, you could rest, fourth quarter, you could rest. But instead, we saw the exact opposite. And what in the hell were the Sixers doing against Orlando's zone defense? I mean, seriously. I think that Doc Rivers said it best after the game. He said it was the slowest zone offense maybe ever. (laughs) Look, breaking a zone is pretty simple. You have to shoot quick when you're open. If you're open, shoot it. Quickly. (laughs) Whatever the opposite of that is, is what the Sixers did. And we've done nothing but rave about Tyrese Maxey on the pod, and for good reason, but he came back down to earth tonight. Two of 12 for nine points. He did have nine assists and eight rebounds, but look, Maxey's got a lot on his shoulders right now, and so it'll be interesting to watch how he navigates the next few weeks. All right, coming up, the Sixers' true all-bench unit leaves a lot to be desired. But first, let me tell you about Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money, download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Look, we've all had those moments, right, where you're looking at your credit card statement and you see an amount that just keeps renewing month after month that maybe you didn't notice the month before. That is what Truebill is for. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Look, don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. That's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Thanks for making Locked On Sixers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. 
So we finally got to see the Sixers starting lineup in action again tonight. You know, the starting lineup without Ben Simmons, of course. And we also got a peek at the really true all-bench unit. So let's start with the former. I loved the Curry and Embiid two-man game. I mean, watching Seth, it's really just like he understands how Joe likes to play, what he needs to do, where he needs to be. It just works. It's great to watch develop, and you just hope that, or I think you know that it's only going to get better as the season progresses, and it's already, it's already pretty damn good. Great to have Danny Green back in the starting lineup for the first time since November 13th. If you missed it, his dunk might have been the highlight of the first half, not just for the viewers out there, but for all of his teammates watching on the bench as well. That was some good stuff. Now, look, I already told you how I felt about Embiid and Maxi's individual games on Monday night. And then as for Tobias Harris, I haven't mentioned him yet. I, I just want more. Is that unreasonable? Am I being greedy about that? Am I expecting too much from him? Maybe I am, but that's just how I feel. I just want more. I mean, he finished with 17 points on 8 of 20 shooting. It's not like he had a bad night. And I mean, it was him and Curry that kept the Sixers offensively, you know, firing in that first half. But he plays the final fourth quarter and scores four points. And I just want more. I do. Harris, after the game on having the starting lineup back, said, and I quote, it's going to be a process of rhythm and feel. It's not going to happen in a day. We just have to figure it out. And look, that was the same for the Sixers all-bench unit of Shake Milton, Matisse Thibel, Furkan Korkmaz, George Niang, and Andre Drummond. Definitely need some time and some work. Korkmaz, man. Whew. It is a tough stretch for him. He went 1-6, missed all four of his three-point attempts. Listen to his numbers, or don't, you know. Feel free to earmuffs this one or close your ears. But over the past 10 games, Korkmaz is shooting 20.7% from three and 25.8% from the field. That's tough. That is a tough stretch. You hope he comes out of that soon. And you can tell mentally, confidence-wise, it's not there. And I get that, because how could it be when you know, you're shooting that poorly for that many games? Hopefully it comes back. Hopefully Ferk can make it rain soon. I miss the Ferk that makes it rain. Same issues remain for the Sixers t- again in transition. Ugh. The Sixers also got outscored in the paint 54-40. to I don't even know how that happens when you've got Joel Embiid on your team. But like I said, Embiid just did not look himself. Everyone gets an off night, even Joel Embiid. Monday night was just the third game of this season that the Sixers were at full strength. And just the seventh time that the Sixers had their opening day starting lineup. 
Rivers, speaking to reporters in the pregame presser, said that he really likes his team and that it's hard to write, but I quote, this team is going to be really good. I can just feel it. All right. We'll have to wait and see if Rivers is right about this one. One more note on this game for Orlando. Unfortunately, Jalen Suggs, who really had a great game, left this game in the fourth quarter, and he suffered a fractured right thumb, and he is going to be out indefinitely for the Magic. So a tough blow there for Orlando, who has really been developing their younger players, especially Suggs. We wish him all the best. Coming up, we go around the NBA. Big names are being taken out of rotations. Could be something we keep an eye on as trade rumblings continue. But first, let me tell you about Bet Online AG. Bet Online has you covered all season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues the march to the playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Plus, just use our promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Interesting news out of New York. Did you all see that Kemba Walker got removed from the Knicks rotation on Monday? In favor of a former Sixer, who you all might remember, Alec Burks. His time was short-lived with the Sixers, but hey, he has found a solid role with this Knicks squad. Coach Tom Thibodeau said it was a tough decision to make, but that he had to do what he thinks is best for the team. Now, if you're wondering, like I did, why Kemba is being completely removed from the rotation rather than just, you know, coming off the bench or, you know, in a lesser role, Tibbs said that he views Kemba as a starter and doesn't see him being a good fit for him off the bench. Doesn't want to disrupt the bench chemistry that they already have. I mean, look, the numbers show that Kemba has been averaging career lows across the board this season. And individually, the Knicks are being outscored when Walker is on the court by 13 points per 100 possessions. On top of that, As Fred Katz tweeted, the Knicks have the best defense in the league when he's on the bench and are dead last when he's on the floor. They're 27th in offense with him playing, 9th with him off. So look, the numbers there just speak for themselves. Walker's liability on defense. You can't switch if you have him in there. And if his offense is not producing the level that he has in the past, then it just doesn't work with him out on the floor if his offense isn't there. He's just too much of a defensive liability. And look, the Knicks are currently 11-9. and That's just one spot up from the 76ers in the Eastern Conference standings. By the way, naturally, 
I've seen some Sixers fans talking about whether the Sixers should consider a trade with the Knicks. No, 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 and no. Anyone who says the Sixers should swap Ben Simmons for Kemba Walker is absolutely insane. Look, Walker has two years and 36 mil left on his contract. He just got completely taken out of the Knicks rotation. So let's just halt this now. Nope. Moving on from the Knicks, the Brooklyn Nets currently sit atop the East with a 700 record. But changes are also at play for Brooklyn. Joe Harris, who has missed the last six games for Brooklyn, underwent ankle surgery. He's going to be out four to eight weeks. And in related news, talking about guys being taken out of rotations completely, Blake Griffin has completely fallen out of the Nets rotation. Look, Blake started the first 17 games this season. He set out the past couple. LaMarcus Aldridge went into the starting lineup. He played well. He's there to stay. Point is, the East is going to be a tight race. It's crazy. Just three wins separate the number one seed from the number eight seed right now. I mean, really, you look at the teams, and with the exception of Detroit and Orlando, (laughs) funny saying Orlando after the Sixers almost just lost to them, but really, with the exception of Detroit and Orlando, any other team in the East is really in position to fight for a playoff spot right now. I mean, it really is packed that tightly. I mean, after the Nets, you've got the Bulls, Heat, Wizards, Bucks, all with the same number of losses in the loss column at eight. Bucks, by the way, have just signed or will sign Boogie Cousins since Brooke Lopez has been out. And then you've got the Hornets, 13 and 10. Like I said, the Knicks, 11 and 9. Sixers, 11 and 10. And then you've got the Cavs, Hawks, and Celtics, all with the same record. Sixers, Cavs, Hawks, Celtics. All right there. Speaking of the Celtics, up next for Philadelphia, the Sixers take on the rival Boston Celtics on Wednesday in Boston. Man, another team that has had its fair share of struggles holds the same record as the Sixers. We're actually going to talk to Abby Chin, the sideline reporter of the Celtics, tomorrow about the Celtics' struggles because they have had a lot going on, a lot going on this season. They've got former Sixers assistant coach Ime Odoka as their head coach over there, and it's been a struggle. So tune in for our preview with Abby Chin on Wednesday. And I'm not sure which day we're going to do the mailbag, but we will open the mailbag. So if you have questions for me, please tweet me at Serena Winters or send me a message on Instagram. Either way works for me. You can also find my email um, in the info section of my Twitter account. So reach out. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Sixers. We will see you tomorrow morning. And if you're looking for some gambling insight, check out Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. We'll see you tomorrow.